$60 million. That is how much funding schools in Chicago are set to lose in their budgets for next year. CPS principals have until tomorrow to submit spending plans that take those funding cuts into consideration. So why the cuts? And what will they mean for school programs, teachers, and students? WBEZ education reporter Sarah Karp joins us now. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Reset. Hi, how you doing? Doing good. Thanks for, for joining us, Sarah. Tell us the, the major driver behind these cuts. Is it enrollment? So, so yes, it is. It's, the way that Chicago Public Schools distributes money to schools is based on the enrollment in the school. And because this year there was a significant decline in enrollment, that is why schools are seeing cuts. So imagine that each child comes with a, like a stipend and so if you get fewer children you get less money and so that's that's exactly why these these schools are seeing cuts now it doesn't chicago public schools does not have to budget like that but that's just how they do budget mm-hmm. how big is the cps budget it's 9.1 billion dollars last year so i'm not exactly sure how much it will be this coming year because the the entire budget is not finalized until the summer and this year's budget will be even more because it's um it's going to include covid federal relief money that um came in at 1.8 billion dollars last year so so it'll it'll probably inch up and remember, that's for everything. That's um, also for all the renovations to schools, all the um, building, sometimes building of new schools, for maintenance of schools, plus, you know, transportation and lunch service. So that, that budget covers, that, that $9 billion covers a lot of things um, beyond just what is spent, like, yeah. on the school level. So We'll talk more about this $60 million cut here. Explain that for us and, and talk about how big of a cut this really is when you compare it to the, you know, the overall budget. So to, to be clear, this is the portion of the money that goes for core instruction. So there's other money that goes to schools that would be, pay for like special education services or also pay for bilingual teachers or for preschool. But this is the money that would go for like your regular teachers in the classroom. And that's a, it's a pretty big um, cut from, from previous years. I mean, Chicago Public Schools only started budgeting based on enrollment, tightly based on enrollment, about nine years ago. And since then, I don't think there's been as big a cut, though there were these years, um, some people might remember, under Rahm Emanuel, when we were having... They didn't cut SBB so much in the spring, but then they did have, you know, the state budget wasn't getting passed because under Rauner, and then we were having these big budget cuts in mid-year. So, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, where, where it comes in once you factor in those mid-year budget cuts, but I know this was one, one of the biggest time cuts um, since this, this budgeting system was implemented in 2014. I see. And uh, we touched on enrollment a moment ago. That's been declining for years, Sarah. Is the trend speeding up? We've seen pretty significant drops each year for the last couple years. And so, um, you know, just, just to, to be clear, right now we only have about 330,000 kids in the school system. Um, you know, 20 years ago, it was like 420,000 kids. So the school system is definitely a shrinking school system.
Yeah. Well, the big question, Sarah, is, is what kind of effect these cuts will have on teachers and the programs and, and on the kids, ultimately? You know, so I've been hearing of schools having to lay off teachers, cut assistant principals, you know, so so this is teacher assistants. So this is going to mean that some classes will have class size growth. Now, the school system and the school leaders say that they are committed to trying to keep class sizes down and that if they see a class size grow too big, they'll come in and provide some extra funding. But definitely, you know, you're seeing one, one school that I visited, they are having to cut six classroom teachers. And, you know, one special teacher is like a, an enrichment teacher, you know, plus some teacher assistants. So, I mean, it's, that's pretty severe. And so what you're going to see in that, in that particular school is in every grade starting in second grade, a few more kids to every classroom. Um, and, you know, already Chicago Public Schools classes are not at ideal sizes mm-hmm. by any stretch. So, Yeah. Well, you know, you, you mentioned earlier, you, you said CPS doesn't have to budget like that. Are other large districts in the state facing budget cuts like this? You know, this is this is the 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 thing that's that's kind of interesting about the situation. Chicago Public Schools does not really have to cut the school level budgets at all. This, as I said before, Chicago Public Schools has federal COVID relief money. They so they have plenty of money that they they could keep these budgets level. But, but the thing that they're looking at is, like, in three years, when that federal COVID relief money runs out, they're concerned that if they don't cut the budgets based on enrollment now, eventually they'll, they'll sort of get to this cliff where they've, you know, provided what they think is extra positions beyond what the enrollment would support. And then they, they would have to suddenly cut a whole bunch of people, and that would cause a lot of outcry. So... They're, they're trying to, you know, do it a little more incrementally because they believe that, you know, at some point the, you know, they'll have to make these cuts based on enrollment. So and, and, and so across the state, I don't think that mo- many school districts are having budget issues because, you know, the, the state is contributing more to schools. And also, everybody has these federal COVID relief funds that you have to spend by 2024, but they're pretty big infusions of money. So, you know, they shouldn't be hurting. And, you know, in fact, Chicago Public Schools as a whole is not hurting. It's just that they're, they're making these cuts because they, they, they don't want to, you know, wind up in a few years in, in kind of a, a really bad situation. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We are talking with WBEZ education reporter Sarah Karp about what a $60 million budget cut at the Chicago Public Schools will mean for the schools. Coming up, we'll hear from the author of a new book, Inclusion on Purpose, on how to create a culture of belonging at work. So stay tuned for that conversation. Now, Sarah, we've been hearing about the difficulty that schools have had in hiring substitute teachers. So I wonder what you make of laying off teachers in the context of not having enough substitutes? You know, it's one thing that you hear on the ground, a lot of people talking about. So, you know, what, what Chicago Public Schools is saying when they're, when they're saying they're, they're having teachers cut based on enrollment is that there's too many, basically too many people in the, in, in the schools to support the level of en- enrollment. But 
a lot of schools did not have actually physically that many teachers in schools, and they were shuffling a lot this year. And so, you know, people are feel like it's ridiculous to say that they're overstaffed, you know, and that that's basically what the premise is. And they are concerned, you know, if you take, let's say it looks like you have this extra teacher assistant in the school, but that teacher assistant has been helped covering classes when they couldn't get a substitute in, what's going to happen when that teacher assistant's not available? Then you're, you're even tighter when, when a substitute can't come. And we just know that there's some schools that are getting, you know, maybe there's, their substitute needs met half the time, maybe. You know, mm-hmm. some even less than that. And so, what what do you do when you're when when your your staff is really very tightly you know attached to enrollment? And you know, one thing that happens when when that when that goes on is yes, you have an art teacher, but that art teacher is basically substituting. Or yes, you have a librarian, which is great. Not that many schools have librarians, but that librarian is covering a full time classroom. And so it's not actually, you know, doing what a librarian would do. So right. you you have all these circumstances that um, are not ideal when you when you're so tight with your staff, and also you have this substitute shortage. Do you expect the pain that's going to be felt? Uh, will that be spread equally across the city? Like, which students are going to be most affected by this loss of funding? You know. One of the things that is interesting is that for many years when we talked about school-level budget cuts, we were talking about primarily school-serving black students because there's been a huge loss of black students in, in the city schools. But now there's also big drops in Latino enrollment. There's also some you know significant significant drops in um, enrollment of white students, mm-hmm. and you see uh, some schools that never saw big budget decreases are now seeing them. So I think the pain is a lot more widespread than it has been in the past, um, which is why you're probably going to see a lot more outcry. I mean, I've been hearing from all over the city from parents that are very upset. Um, there are some ways in which um, schools that serve more um, middle to upper middle class Students can weather cuts a little better than than other schools, so you know they might not have as much need for for some things as as others as schools serving um, low income students, and that that can mean that when they when they suffer budget cuts, it's not quite felt in the same in the same way. Well, you know, you talked to uh, the principal at Mary Lyon Elementary School in Belmont Cragen. What did you hear there? Well, you know, I, I actually didn't interview him because, as, as people might know, the principals in Chicago Public Schools are very um, hesitant to talk to the media because it's not really looked upon very well um, among Chicago Public School administrators yeah. and leaders. But I went to the local school council at Mary Lyon, and Mary Lyon is an elementary school that is down seven hundred thousand dollars this year which is a huge amount you know any way you cut it and you know he tried his best because his bosses were also at the at the local school council meeting and i was there so he, he was felt a little pressured to sort of try to put as much of a 
you know, a good, a good, a bow on it, you know, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but he, but, if, um, but he, 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 he sounded at moments pained. I, at, at one point in the meeting, he was trying to be like, oh, we're going to have a great year. And he couldn't even get those words out. He just, he basically just ended that sentence by saying, we're going to do the best we can. so but but one thing i want to point out is that chicago public schools is providing a couple extra positions for schools not teacher positions that they're paying for out of central budget which in in the case of mary Lyons does help so you know there will be interventionists in schools because that's something that the school district is providing for schools and prioritizing. Sarah, you've also been reporting on the fact that the state of Illinois mistakenly gave CPS $87 million. This was due to a coding error. What happened there? This is is sort of an interesting thing. So what happened was, you know, back um, a few years ago, the the state of Illinois changed the way it funded schools, and it hired some private contractors to, you know, write – some software that would help them decide, like how, or help them know how to, you know, distribute mon- money under this new funding formula. And from what I can tell, what there was sort of what the state said is that there was a coding error, and basically, Chicago Public Schools was getting more than it should have gotten for um, charter school students um, for sort of a technical reason, and. You know, they realized this, and, you know, when, when Chicago Public Schools got more, that meant that other school districts got less, didn't get their fair share. So they're going to definitely, the state of Illinois passed, uh, passed an emergency authorization to give the, the school districts that were basically shorted money that money. But they're still in negotiations with Chicago Public Schools about whether they're going to and how they're going to pay that back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my suspicion is that it's 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 not going to be um, they're not going to have to pay it back all at once. So interesting. Well, you know, as we mentioned earlier, Sarah, principals have to submit spending proposals by tomorrow. So when will teachers and parents really get a clear picture of exactly what's going to happen at their specific school? So local school councils should have gotten a fairly good picture because the budget has to be approved by the local school councils. So they should have heard some rumblings in over the next month, I believe sometime in May, we will get something that the press will get something that will call be called something like staff um, staff affected by layoffs mm-hmm. or you know it's something like that, and then we will see how many teachers are going to be laid off now the school district is going to point out that there are you know that that these teachers might and very likely will find jobs other places in the system, mm-hmm. but we'll be but we'll be able to see at that point just how many teachers are displaced. Sarah Karp is an education reporter here at WBEZ. Thank you for joining us, Sarah. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.